I didn't know there was no one around for me uh, then. There was no one around me to teach me anything, and so I didn't. Nec- mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily know um, what I was doing, really. And so I had to find my way of learning. And I think that's the thing. Um, you know, there's so, there's so many tools and resources out there, um, but I think people sometimes give up too soon um, mm-hmm. because. But they've only tried one way, right? They they. Mm-hmm. They just tried the book method, but they didn't try mm-hmm. the video or online tutorial method. They didn't try the break it, then fix it method, which is how I learned. I learned from taking software that was open source, removing a line of code or two, and then figuring out why did it break? You know, um, <laughs> that's just, it just helped me sure. understand it because um, I could see the end and I'm like, okay, if I take the axle out the car, I know why <laughs> I know why it doesn't roll anymore. It's kind of the same thing. Right. The champ is here! 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 Hello, Dells. Welcome to episode six. Our guest today is a developer who has been coding for 18 plus years. He currently works for Google as a digital coach and is co-founder of Goody Nation, which is a pre-accelerator that looks to solve social issues like health and violence with technology. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and welcome me, Justin Dawkins. Um, our guest today we have is Justin Dawkins. Justin, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. It's uh, hot in Atlanta, but uh, that just means we we stay inside and cold a little bit more. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the temperature up there right now? Uh, the high for the day in the city uh, was right around ninety three, I think ninety three, ninety four. So it was pretty pretty hot and very humid. Uh, yeah. And um, what do what do you, are you downtown outer city in Atlanta or where, where you at? Yeah, me and me and my wife, we live uh, we live in downtown Atlanta. So uh, we're uh, just a, a about a mile, actually less than a mile away from um, the Falcons' new stadium, and um, so we we consider ourselves to be uh, downtown. We're in Vine City in Atlanta. Nice. So pretty much the opportunity of no shade down there, no trees and nothing, just. <laughs> Set and boil. <laughs> well, it, you know, one of the beautiful things about Atlanta is they say it's the city amongst the forest. And so uh, you just got to know where to go find the trees. But they, you know, it's a pretty green city. Um, but yeah, but, but it's also a ton of concrete. So it's, right, it's, right. it's also very hot. So yeah, we can right. use a little more. We can always use more trees for sure. For sure. I, I think we all can. Of Florida and, uh, Palm trees are not helping whatsoever. It's like high of 93 down here as well. And man, I definitely stayed inside and did some coding today for myself. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah. So, so Jeff, you, you mentioned you've been coding for what? I think you said 18 years now. Yeah. Um, yes. About 18 years. So with all that expertise and experience, <laughs> what, do, what do you currently do now? Oh, so I, I, that's a great question. And, um, I, I have been extremely blessed and fortunate to, um, a meet a lot of amazing people, 
um, in this space, um, but more importantly, do a lot of really cool and fun things. Um, and and right now in my life is no no you know no exception to that. Um, so I guess at the, at the root of it, um, my first kind of what I do every day uh, is I work with a, other amazing entrepreneurs, um, and I, <clears throat> I do that I kind of really across three different things. Um, entrepreneurs is, are my passion. Working with people to, to to maximize their potential and and bring their dreams to life is is what inspires me and, and keeps me going. So um, the the first thing, and this is not in any particular order, uh, the first thing is um, through my nonprofit that I that I co-founded with uh, Joe Womack uh, the third, and uh, it's a social impact pre accelerator. Uh, we we do some other things around K twelve and even college, but at the heart of it. Um, is our pre-accelerator, uh, which is where we take everyday people um, and push them and nudge them into the, the, the innovation um, economy and the innovation world uh, by, by helping them solve everyday problems in our communities, um, everything from chronic, chronic disease, um, STDs, gentrification, whatever problems that they may be feeling within the community, and learn how to use technology to help solve um, solve some of those problems and ease some of those pains and close some of the gaps that we see out here um, socially, economically, et cetera. Um, and so I, I bring my not only my technical uh, background into that process, but also uh, just my love for community um, and citizenry, uh, which is, plays a big part in what we do, uh, believe it or not. And so that's one. And then uh, two, I have a great partnership uh, uh, with a really big company. Uh, that uh, allow um, it's Google Digital Coach. Uh, there's eight of us spread out uh, throughout the United States, uh, and what we do, you know, um, is we work with small businesses of every kind, everything from mom and pops. So think your barbershop, your bakery, your laundry, laundry, your mechanic, um, all the way up to, to, to tech startups. Those that are looking to um, create you know, scalable, large corporations um, and products to serve um, hopefully hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. Um, so we work with small businesses to learn how to use uh, free and paid Google tools. Uh, but more importantly, we show them how to get online and be a part of this digital economy. Um, and so that's, inc that's incredibly important work. And I love doing it. Um, I have the, the backing, the resources of a um, and innovation company. And so that's inspiring to me and it, and it put, definitely drives me. Um, and then last but certainly not, not least um, is I have a venture studio. Um, and basically um, it's brand new. Um, haven't really pushed it, pushed it, but I'm happy to share this with folks now um, uh, with my wife. Breaking news. Right. Breaking here on it is. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's, it's, it's not going to get as many tweets as this Kawhi trade, which we'll get into a little later. Uh, <laughs> right. But um, um, it, it is it is me, my wife, and a few other partners. It's our opportunity to um, invest uh, both resources and capital and uh, network um, into amazing entrepreneurs um, of color. And that is our focus. Um, to help them, again, maximize their potential um, and see their dreams come to fruition and, and do amazing work. Um, and so um, we're actually working on, we're actively working on a couple of great products, which I won't talk about just yet. Uh, they're in stealth. Um, but 
it's some dope stuff. I know, I know, (laughs) I know. Um, Trying to get the inside scoop here. (laughs) I know, I know. And and what I will commit to to all of you is um, I think out of some of this will come some, some tutorials and some stuff that I can share with how we, how I approach building this, um, to be, you know, fast and efficient, which I think is definitely something to take into consideration if you're coding to start a company, um, or to get your MVP. Um, I'll, 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 I will share them with you first and, and come back and then we'll talk more about some of the technologies used, why we, why we made certain selections, um, and even our methodology and how we, um, integrated into our code base and stuff like that. So we can, I, I, you have that commitment um, to all the, the, the amazing people listening and, and wanting to learn. Um, yeah, I, I got some stuff cooking, so it'll it'll be it won't be for knots. Um, um, consider this nice. the trait. Consider this the trailer to the full length feature film. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so what what is um you, you mentioned your wife? What is uh well, firstly introduce your wife and um, let us know what she does as well. Yeah, uh, my beautiful wife, uh, Kuba Dawkins, uh, is a multi-talented woman. Um, incredibly, uh, she's brilliant. She keeps me on my toes. keeps me keeps me running for sure. Um, she is a marketer. Um, uh, specifically, right now, she's doing a lot in hair and beauty. Um, but more importantly, I think you know, and she and I talked about this. She's really in the business of identity um, and ensuring that people see themselves in the products um, that they consume. And so um, she's doing some really great work in product development uh, for a company here in that um, here in Atlanta uh, called Strength of Nature. Uh, she just launched a brand new product. It's on Walmart shelves right now um, called uh, Moisture Miracle. Uh, so she's really excited about that. And she's actually actively working on a few more. So, uh, yeah, so she's in the product space as well. A little bit different, uh, different kind of code, if you will. But uh uh, she's she's definitely into technology and marketing and and um, and digital presence and stuff like that. And she's been in it, been in it for a while. So nice, 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 nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know what? We'll we'll eventually we will have to do a um, a, um, a, a a different episode with her on too. You know, it, it, we'll 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 create the first. The first married couple uh, podcast get. That's that's dope. Yeah, I, I think 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 that'd be awesome. Um, I, I can let's definitely plan because there's some questions that I want to ask her and put her a little bit on the spot um, when, it, <laughs> when it when it comes well, to coding anybody, specifically. Yeah, anybody get my podcast shut down here? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's all digital. No, that. It's in the cloud. <laughs> right. No, nah, that'd be awesome. No, nah, for sure. Let's let's definitely uh let's definitely plan that. Um yeah. I've been coding <laughs> I <laughs> I've been coding professionally uh for about I would say two thousand two, so about sixteen years. Uh 15, 16 years. Oh wow. Um but I, I think coding um in general um it's not really about syntax and it's not necessarily always about writing code. Uh, it's about problem solving. So if, if I take it back a step further, uh, my first language ever was action script. Um, and some of y'all, you know, depending on who's listening, may not know anything about that um, because it is, it is still a razor's hand. <laughs> it's, 
it's still <laughs> <laughs> it's still somewhat around. Um, but it was it was back back in the day when Flash was everything, and everybody wanted a Flash website. And uh, uh, then it was all about animation, and so there's two ways to to create animations in Flash, and that was one um, using um, tweens and timelines, which was really cool uh, for those that are more visually inclined. Uh, but if you wanted to get you know get your hands dirty, you could also code in ActionScript, which was the language behind um, the visual um, animations. And so um, for me, it was always trying to figure out how to how to make something really great using that tool. And so that was in that was my junior year of high school. So that was probably 99-2000. For the 99 and the 2000. Yeah. Um oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, that puts me right around 19 18 19 years if you look at it that way. So um yeah. Do you, do you remember what your do you remember what the first thing you built was? The first thing I ever built, yes, um, was in Flash. Uh, the first thing I ever built was an animated, it was like an animated logo. It was something I designed, I believe, I, in Fireworks, which most people don't know what that is either, but Fireworks was from Macromedia. This was before Adobe acquired them. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like Photoshop, if you will. Um, not as Not as powerful. Um, but definitely it was more, it was more for like web purposes. And so I, I designed a logo and, um, I think it was just my initial, it was like J with a circle around it or something. It was very, very, very simple. And, um, I animated it two ways. I did it first through the timeline editor, and then I did it again through action script. And then I took that, put it in an HTML page, which I was also learning HTML at the same time. And tried to embed it, didn't work a few times, eventually got it right, and then pushed it up to a um a free web server that uh Georgia State gave us. Um and it worked. And I was like, yo, that's that's dope. Um and that was the first time I had like designed something, made it work a couple different ways, and published it. So it was nobody knew it was there, <laughs> but it was except for me. But it was my very first published, technically published website. It didn't do anything. It was HTML with a flash right. embed, but um, it was my very, that was the very first thing that I wrote um, and published. So um, you, you mentioned that, you know, coding is all about problem solving, which I'm definitely, I have a great understanding about that. And it's not some more about the syntax. Um, what were some of your early struggles when you first uh, started to learn how to code? Um <laughs> that's like that is a great and super loaded question because i struggle with everything um i am i am by definition most people don't know this about me but i am artsy fartsy to the t's like i am a super creative um and mm-hmm. and for me um art in my opinion has always been about the abstract and it's just about being creative and free and whatever you wanted to do, you could create where there's this language, which I do believe you can be an art form, right? I think poetry, I think code is poetry. Um, if, if written well and it can be elegant. Um, but I think for me, it was the struggle from switching over from this kind of very creative design oriented mindset um, to one that forced me to be way more logical and process oriented. 
Um, and I have some theories on, on whether or not that was the right or wrong way to approach um, development. But nonetheless, uh, it was the, that was my, my biggest struggle was just wrapping my brain around this thing. Um, yeah. So that was, that was the first big one. I got a few more, but that's, I think that's a good place to start. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's excellent because that's funny. Cause I'm, I'm like that too. Like I'm, I'm super visual, you know, I have to see it before I see it. Um, you know, and, and I struggle uh, with things like that as well. And so imagine this, what, what type of, this is also too a excellent, possibly even segue. Um, but what type of habits did you have to form to make that transition? Because it's, it's tough. And for, first of all, like if, you know, no matter what minds, you know, what, what type of person you are, you know, if you're a analytical, analytical thinker, no matter what, you know, learning code and stuff is still tough. Um, so for, for you, Justin, what type of steps did you have to do to overcome you know, that process or where something is visual to almost a lot of times with code, you have to kind of imagine what is doing behind the lines of the syntax. So what type of steps did you have to take to, uh, like, kind of, that's, you know, great question. And I think, um, to be most helpful is to get, like you said, get right into this. The first one is, uh, to plan, to effectively plan, um, to, to roadmap out what you're, you're going to create and what you're going to develop before you write a line of code. Um, so the, the very first thing I always encourage any developer at any level um, is to plan. Plan as best you can. So when you, when you say plan, mm -hmm. um, is, it, is it like whiteboarding? Is it writing out? Is it wireframing? You know, what is what is your definition of planning? It's a, it's a little bit of both. Uh, my uh, my take on it is I literally write out almost like paragraphs, um, like a like a journal, like I'm I'm writing an essay to to my users, um, like the flow, right? So it may say, "Hey, Marlon, after you download me, you know, um, uh, click this button, and I'll have." accompanying wireframes or even sometimes it's just half piece of paper right let's take a, a regular uh eight and a half by eleven fold it in half and then each half of, of the paper which which will give you four screens i just draw and sketch out um at least at the very least um boxes and circles and squares to highlight you know uh, either ui elements um or just basic um the visuals of what i expect to be on that screen even if i don't I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know anything about colors. Um, I just think about each screen and its function um, and what I want the user to be able to do and not do um, from each screen. So, uh, yeah, that's I use other tools as well, depending on who I'm working with. Uh, but for me, uh, when I have an idea, I jot down a high level idea, high level of the idea, uh, overview of the idea. And then I, I, I usually just break out sketch paper and write down my, you know, draw my screens and then write out my stack, you know, which technology do I think will be useful um, and, and go from there. That's, so that's the basis of my plan. That's the start. 
So when you say you're writing out paragraphs, now is this like uh, mostly like pseudo code, or is this just really like kind of like plain English that you're just writing? Yeah, it's plain English. Um, it's just me sitting back um, and thinking about. It's almost like, like I said, it's almost like a, a love letter to your user or um, to to the the client or customer that's going to be interacting with your product. You know, just literally sitting down and writing it out, like. Hey, Marlon, I want you to be able to learn more about technology using this podcasting app. And so um, it, that gives me tone and feel um, later down the road when I start thinking creatively. But um, I also, you know, will say, hey, on this screen, I want you to be able to um, listen right away. So um, in those little words like listen right away um, will help helps me understand how I should architect how i should build it so is speed you know is that in a thing that's a sense of urgency like do i need to be able to, to make sure that i have things maybe cash locally do i want to um provide you know do i want to do downloading in the background so that you know performance isn't an issue um, so i use words and i write it out like that because i want i want to be able to um guide my my next decision which is things like stack if i'm going to use um, plugins or APIs from somebody. If I want to, if I want to be serverless and, and go Firebase or uh, use, even you know, decide to use a server of some kind of like it gives me some guidance on um, the next steps and, and what tools I want to use, what tools I want to pull out of my bag, as we would say, because I feel like those two things have to go together. I, at least I don't. It doesn't have to be beautiful yet. It doesn't have to move the way I want it to move. Uh, but I have to see it. I have to see that there's a button on this screen. Otherwise, my brain, I, my brain can't get past that. Like, I have to know that there's a button and, and what that button does. Right. Um, what are the properties of it? Um, does it inherit anything from it? You know, from from another you know, part of the application or whatever it may be. So uh, the first the, the first thing was, you know, being mindful that this is a process and uh, it's going to take some time and there, you know, mastery isn't instant. It's not a microwave thing. You've got to just, you know, keep going at it. And I think I, I took that from being an athlete, um, being a student athlete for a long time. It's just, you got to commit to it, even though you, you know, you still got to go to the weight room every week, even if you're not seeing right. the results in the gym, you know? Um, mm. so you, to build that muscle and to, to put on that mass, um, you got to go. And, and, and just believe that your body is going to, in this case, my mind, but your, you know, your mind's going to perform and, and absorb the things that it needs. Um, so yeah, that was, that was definitely one. Um, another thing was I didn't know there was no one around for me. Uh, then there was no one around me to teach me anything. And so I didn't, I didn't necessarily know, um, what I was doing really. And so I had to find my way of learning. And I think that's the thing. Um, you know, there's so, there's so many tools and resources out there. Um, but I think people sometimes give up too soon um, mm -hmm. because, but they've only tried one way, right? They, they, mm -hmm. they just tried the book method, but they didn't try mm -hmm. the video or online tutorial method. They didn't try the break it, then fix it method, which is how I learned. I learned from taking software that was open source removing a line of code or two and then figuring out why did it break? You know, um, <laughs> that's just, 
it just helped me understand it um, because I can see the end. And I'm like, okay, if I take the axle out the car, I know why why it doesn't roll anymore. It's kind of the same thing. Right. Um, Right. So that helped me. And I think I think it'll help others, too, if you're if you're a little discouraged or your brain's not really grasping it right away. It might just be the way that you learn. It might it might take you to um, go to go to General Assembly and, and pick up your first language that way, even if it's HTML and CSS or JavaScript or something like that. It may not be you know, a super advanced language, but to me, there's no there's no tool in the bag you cannot use. So, um, you know, be encouraged in that and just realize that okay, maybe this way and this method isn't for me. Let me let me find one of the other nine ways to learn um how to build how to write code so i think those those are the two things showing up every day in the gym discipline and then um being mindful that the method your friend or your colleague or whomever um the way they learn may not be the way that you learn um and you and you have to push yourself to find the way that works for you um some people only learn in groups they need other bodies and other people around them to absorb material. That's just, it's just the thing. There's no silver bullet to learning, um, learning how to do this stuff. We, um, we met in Atlanta, um, in Atlanta before at the guest spot and, um, shout out to the gathering spot. And so one thing I, I noticed, uh, while you were coding, you know, as you said, planning out, you had a heavy, heavy set of notes, um, you know, with, you know, your notepad. Now, with doing that, and this is not even, at this point, this is not even, you know, in the beginning of the process of what you was building. This is like in the middle, Mm -hmm. you know? So are you doing, are you doing these, uh, are you taking these same notes and taking these same steps for every single feature as you go along? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great question. I I think products don't end. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, some, one of the misconceptions that I've, I've had to teach some of my partners and clients and some of the great entrepreneurs that I've, I've worked with is, you know, build something, launch it and iterate. Like it's an iterative thing. And so most of the time when I'm jotting down notes and I have a bunch of notes, it's for two reasons. One, because the way that I thought to build this turned out to be the wrong way. But I wouldn't have known that without the planning. Um, uh, the second reason is because you have these great ideas. And um, shout out to Joe Womack, co-founder and friend. Um, he always reminds me, like, doesn't matter the idea, write it down. You're going to forget. And so while I'm looking at these feature sheets, if you will, these pieces of paper with sketches and notes, I'm like, oh, man, wouldn't it be great if while that's running in the foreground, I'm starting some process in the background to, to deliver content faster or to pre, you know, to um or to get get the, get ready for the user's next action or to cache a file or um open up another thread for the video streaming instead of putting on the main thread. So it just depends on what I'm building, but I jot those notes down, even if I don't have plans to do it right away, I put it down next to the other notes. So that as I'm thinking about architecture and how I'm building this, if I don't plan to build it now, you know, a good friend of mine, a mentor of mine says, don't close yourself into a corner. 
Um, and basically, basically that means make sure your code is reusable, it's portable, uh, but more, most importantly, like it's accessible for yourself. <laughs> um, so when you come back to it, it's not like, what was I? It, it's more, <laughs> it's more so, it's more so like, uh, how do I approach this and make sure that it is extensible? Or if I do want to mod the whole thing, like, so can I keep my code modular? Um, so by doing that, by keeping those notes, I might go ahead and write a, a class or a function within my class, you know, comment it out and say, Hey, come back to this later. Um, and it may be like, it may be something I, like I described before, but just having the notes, I wouldn't, if I don't write it down, it's gone for forever. I will not remember. And it might be something to improve the product. It might just be a simple feature. It might be something to speed it up. Um, Whatever it is, but if I don't write it down, I'll, I'll forget. So I keep a ton of notes um, because I, I don't think there's such thing as too many notes in in our space and what when we're creating and building and writing writing code. Um, yeah, that's so funny what you said. Um, you know, especially like uh, you have to write notes and stuff. Because I mean, I've had that moment where you know I. I code one day and next day I go look at it. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who wrote this. Somebody hacked my <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I do not appreciate you know, it. It's all. I do not appreciate it. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but you said something, um, and man, it's so much, but you said something really interesting too about, um, you know, about, you know, your mentor and stuff, uh, you know, giving you signs and stuff in direction. Mm-hmm. Um, is that all, that's an awesome segue too. Is, is that, uh, you want to jump, is that number two? Yeah. Um, number two is, is definitely, you know, whether it's one or a group of you, uh, just have a mentor or just a friend. I mean, just somebody who who's willing to, to walk that walk with you and, um, and someone to bounce ideas off of and, and you'd be surprised how many things aren't crazy and how you may even help them. But yeah, have someone who um, in, in this particular craft, almost like an apprenticeship, um, have someone who you, who you, who you deem to be uh, either more efficient or better. I, I try not to use certain words because I don't, I don't think it's always about that, but someone that you can, from a skill perspective, you can get better with, um, you know, someone to help you train your brain, um, or just give you additional perspective on like, okay, that's that code looks great and how you built it is fine, but here's how I wrote it, or here's how I would structure it. Um, here's how I would, um, you know, identify my variables, or here's how I would, you know, how I would have built that class, or why I would have made that private, or like whatever it may be. Just having someone who can, you know, peek in on your code, and and I think sometimes developers are a little bit like reserved and like i don't want nobody looking at my code because they're afraid of the judgment but i think that's a misnomer i think if every athlete on the planet um you know from from jordan to definitely lebron would say that yes they are a master of their craft but it was only because they had people around them to push them and train them and give them perspective and observe them and say hey like i noticed on that jump shot or i noticed on that um that one application you built, I checked out your, you know, your repository on GitHub. It looks good, but I noticed something and here's a way you can improve it. Or 
why did you build that in the first place? Like, there's cheap services. Like you could have spared yourself the headache of of, of having to build that um, because this this service does it for you or whatever. Um, so that that to me is is paramount. It's it's necessary um, and a great way um, to always be uh, refining and you know honing in your, your honing your skill. So you um. With having a mentor now, is it thing that emotionally would you suggest like maybe like a, a pair programming session or, you know, you build something and then send, send it over to him or or her, mm-hmm. um, you know, or is it like a I kind of ask you a question when I get stuck? Um, honestly, it's a little bit of all of that. And I think you can have mm-hmm. depending on the discipline and the, the language. Um, and what you're building, you you uh, you you can you should be able to do all of that. I, I think a great way to, especially if you're looking at a career in coding, like you you plan on leading a team, um, maybe at a startup or a group within a large corporation. If you plan on leading a team, you you need to learn to work with others, particularly with code, um, because it's not you're not going to build the whole thing. You're going to build a piece, a feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's good to work with others. Um, and so I think it should be a little bit of both. It's, 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 um, pairing it's, you know, groups. Um, it's, uh, um, yes. And, and definitely when you get stuck is being able to call someone who's familiar with, you know, maybe not, sometimes it's not always familiar with the language, but just familiar with problem solving, you know, someone's just say, Hey, did you remember to do that? You know, they may not be so familiar with the language that you that you're writing in, or um, even it may not even be familiar with the product you're building. Um, but if something's breaking and you hop on a Google Hangout or a code sharing platform of some kind um, and say, hey, like, can you just a different set of eyes? Can you look through this and see why this isn't compiling or, you know, why every time I click this button, it blows up? Um, <laughs> like, yeah, can you? Because you spelled class wrong, Marlon. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, two S's, not two L's. Um, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, those kinds of things. And so I, I don't think there's a um, very much like in, in life, you know, we have a mentor in life. There's no like, you know, I, I, I do think you should always be a mentor and have a mentor. But I don't think there's such a thing as, um, you know, a too many. Um, you just have to be mindful of your time um, as well as theirs. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's a, a right or wrong way um, when it comes to this type of skill um, to 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 lean into your to your mentor, your your um, your advisor, your your pair, your equal, your whatever you did, whatever it is. Um, do it all. Do whatever it takes to to get the job done. So here is a very very interesting question. Um, because if you're like me, you're usually the one in your immediate circle. You're usually the only one in your immediate circle who's coding, Uh uh you know, so you you can't go to your spouse. You can't go to your brother. You can't go to your parents and you can't get to your friends because they have no clue what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh And, And then a lot, and a lot of times, you know, you're in a an unparalleled environment, you know, where, you know, your environment, it's not a big tech scene. Um, 
interesting, interesting. I had a, I had a follower that um, uh, follow on Instagram that wrote me and said he was just super excited to you know see my page, um, and he's trying to figure things out from Egypt. Uh. I was like, I was immediately intrigued. So I said, "Hey, you know, what's the tech scene like in Egypt?" He said, "It's non-existent." Wow. Um, so. For people that, you know, that, you know, maybe in a different country, uh, unparalleled environment, um, how do you find a mentor when they're usually the only ones that's in their, um, you know, that's doing it in their area? I think I think one of the great things about um, the Internet is is the potential of connecting us all. Um, I think I know there's a lot of things that get in the way of that. Um, beliefs, ideologies, borders, politics, crap um, <laughs> that will definitely find its way um, into into the mix. Um, but I think you know one way I would approach it is you know first you know do a little digging and figure out okay what do I want to learn first right like is it do I want to you know learn to compile language like you know Java. Um, do I want to do a scripting language like, you know, PHP or mark, you know, front end language like JavaScript or, you know, it, it doesn't matter where you start, but just commit to starting. And then what, what, what makes um, all this great and, and, and GitHub is actually um, working on something here in the States, which I think um, hopefully will, will, will expand um, and, and be an international opportunity for folks is um, use GitHub. Like, you know, look up your favorite um, piece of software or something, you know, game you play or, you know, website that you love and and find the author to that website. Find out who built it and see if they have a GitHub link. Um, You know, it's a quick Google search, you know, um, or Bitbucket, you know, which is it's the same stuff. It's the same technology for the most part. but you know, don't be afraid to to. You'll be surprised. There's developers by nature. Um, we want to be helpful. I think that's in our nature, but we're not really asked to help. Um, and and we, and we we can't say yes to everything and everybody. But I don't. I think there's a a large portion of us that that build and develop that never even get asked to help. Um, and so. You know, find that developer that built that website or, you know, maybe a contributor to a, uh, an open source application that you like, like a WordPress or something like that, Joomla, um, et cetera. And, and if, if you're interested in the language that they, they wrote those things in, and more than likely they'll be, they'll be pretty familiar with more than one. Um, just say, hey, like, I'm learning, you know, I, I don't have a lot of resources here in, you know, my local community, wherever that may be. Uh, whether it's, you know, it's the hood in Detroit um, or, you know, wherever in Egypt or it doesn't matter. You know, if you can convey um, that you need help um, and you say, hey, I'm just learning. I don't want to take up a bunch of time. I'm just hoping that I'm going to try some things uh, and I would love for you to review my code and 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 tell me if I'm direct, if I'm going in the right direction or if I'm you know being efficient or whatever. And. Um, maybe one day we can collaborate on something, you know, go ahead and set the expectation that you would like to work with him. It doesn't have to be a big project. Um, it can be something very simple. It can be like, Hey, I just want to publish my first website. 
Um, but I don't know HTML. I don't know CSS. Uh, so I have a long way to go, but I, I would love for you to, you know, watch me along the way and, and make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm doing things well. Um, and if not, help me correct. And I think, I think if it's posited the way, the right way, if it's positioned the right way, I, I can't see a lot of developers um, saying no. Um, right. So I, I would say use GitHub. Um, Use AngelList if, you, if there's a, a CTO on there that you would love to follow, or you know, have be be a mentor. Um, and Google always is your, is your friend. You'll be surprised what you can find. Um, local dev shops, you know, maybe there's not a lot of development shops in Egypt. Um, I, have, I have no idea. Look forward to going one day. <laughs> um, right. Uh, but yeah, like you know, may not be able to meet them in person, but you know. The great thing about these these platforms is technology is designed to make everything simpler. So an email can go a long way, you know. Um, a comment on on a project can go a long way. Um, you may have to learn some of the technologies to do that, but uh, if you can send an email, you can ask for help. So. So, and I want to add to that too. Um, and you, you mentioned it earlier, and I'm going to kind of take your words and add it to the, you know, your last statement is, you know, be mindful of everybody's time. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't want to, you know, email, you know, Bob from, you know, A Y, you know, X Y Z company, um, you know, he's CTO, and say, hey, can you review all my code? <laughs> Right, you know, it's it's you know, you, you might you probably might get a no, you just might not get any response, and so you know, kind of be direct. Um, you know, if it's something that you know they can respond and or figure out in five, ten, you know, fifteen minutes, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'd be a, li- a lot more likely, mm-hmm. you know, for them to respond and help you out. So you know, if you're trying to get them something to do, then it was going to take them a couple of hours. You know, it's probably not going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I, I think. No, I was gonna say definitely. You know, that's why I mentioned earlier. Like, set the expectation, right? Like, I don't want to take up a bunch of time, but you know, I was hoping, you know, once every couple of weeks, I can send you a piece of code. You know, I can at least share my repository with you, um, and let you know. You know, and it's nothing. You know, the average developer should be able to download your package, um, inst- install it. You know, they probably have some local server. Um, like that's why I said find some you know find someone that scripts or writes code in the same languages that you're looking to get into because they probably already have the environment for the most part set up um, on their local machine or they can deploy it pretty quickly and so it should you know it shouldn't be a, a heavy lift it's two three minutes to download it see what's going on review your you know they can use actual github to look through the code it doesn't take you don't have to do anything. You just click through the source code on there and see, okay, all right, they did it that way. Leave some comments. Um, it's designed for that. It's designed for collaboration and, and mentoring and apprenticeship is just a form of collaboration. Uh, Justin, man, that's, that's phenomenal, um, you know, information. Um, so just to kind of review, you say, you say the first thing is, um, you know, kind of like a, writing it down, kind of planning. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I like I like the term coding before you code. Um, <laughs> and so kind of writing it down, and, you know, you mentioned how you like to 
like literally write everything down and just like regular English from, you know, what's going to happen for transitions, button to button or what's not going to happen or what shouldn't happen. And then the second thing he mentioned was, you know, the importance of having, you know, a mentor, you mm-hmm. know, and you mentioned ways to get a mentor, ways, also ways to get a mentor. If you don't, you know, live in a you know tech friendly area, um, which I think I really think that's helpful, helpful because I think a lot of listeners um, and a lot of developers in general, you know, a lot of us start just kind of, you know, kind of start swinging in the dark, mm. <laughs> just kind of yeah. start swinging in the dark until you can kind of figure it out where somebody kind of like helps you find the light. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I think that's um, I really, really think that's um, really helpful information. And so. Really excited because this is part one, guys. This is this is part one. This is going to be a three part series We're a three part series with uh, Justin Dawkins here. Um, so we're going to cover we just cover one and two um, of the seven habits of highly successful developers. Um, and so next episode, we're going to have a couple more. Um, we're going to we're do three, four and five. And then the third um, episode, we're going to do six and seven. And so. I know I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys definitely should look forward to it. I learned a lot um, here. I hope you guys learned a lot. Um, Justin, before we end, man, what, where can the people find you? Can they, can they reach out to you? Absolutely. Uh, I have way too many email addresses, but I do check them all. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram uh, at uh, jdawkinsatl, uh, born and raised, so I got to represent. Uh, hardly home, but always repping. <laughs> um, I'm also Jay Dawkins ATL on Twitter. Uh, pretty much any relevant social network at this point. I'm <laughs> Jay Dawkins ATL. Uh, I'm Justin Dawkins on Facebook, uh, which I don't use very much. Um, but you can find me there as well. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll happily I'll even share my email, man. Um, if anybody wants to reach out, talk dev, talk um, talk shop a little bit, um, send me an email, uh, Justin Dawkins at uh, Google.com. Um, pretty straightforward uh if you know my name you know how to find me so anything at google is very valuable um <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> going on. next yeah. episode we're going to start a bidding process for the email <laughs> right 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 we're going to build an app who we can build an application um for the for the bidding of yeah that'd be that'd be that'd be fun um, All in crypto too. <laughs> right, 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 right. You must use blockchain and machine learning. There's your pseudo code, right? Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Oh man, that's funny. Um, but yeah, man. Again, uh, guys, if you don't follow me on on social media, my name is Marlon Avery. That's M A R L O N dot Avery A V E R Y. Um, that is my name on Instagram. Follow Code Podcast on Instagram. That's C O D Podcast, P O D C A S T. Um, and also on Twitter at Code underscore uh, podcast. And so, guys, I really, really, really appreciate you guys. We just hit a new record today as far as listeners. You guys are amazing. I am lucky to have you guys, lucky for you guys to be listeners. Um, 
And so Justin says some really, really great things. Reach out to me. Reach out to him. You know, if you have more questions in between, do not reach out and ask what's three, four, and five. <laughs> it will be in <laughs> the next episode, which I'll let you guys know when, it, when it's coming. So, guys, I appreciate you guys listening once again. Uh, follow you guys. Follow Justin. Uh, you know, follow me on Instagram. Do not be afraid to ask questions. Um, I made that mistake far too many times. Until next time, guys. Appreciate it.